0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm real good.
1: I've been doing a lot of uh, Steeler OTAs. I always get OTAs and minicamps, you know, stra- uh, interchanged, and they're not the same. So I was at week two of inter-OTAs uh, today. Minicamp starts uh, next week. So it's been good, you know, seeing some guys run around and do football stuff.
0: Very good, very good. Any any early takeaways, especially on those rookies?
1: Um, Austin looks very impressive. Okay. But I always... I learned this lesson early in the scouting world that the little fast guys look good in these scenarios. You know they're not getting banged around, so be more of a red flag if he didn't. That's fair. Um, I will say my first observation walking on the field for the first practice that was last week. Probably should have mentioned this last week was Najee looks bigger, stronger, all the above. Like he's apparently added like ten pounds of muscle, and it shows. I don't know how that will affect him one way or another, but he has been putting the work in, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that was actually the report that I saw earlier today. I believe uh, the number that I saw, at least, was he had gained 14 pounds. I think 244 is what he's up to. I think that number's right. He looks it. I wasn't sure if that should be taken as a positive. What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's actually a conversation we had at the field was, and everyone's comparing it to Lev Bell. You know, Lev Bell came in the league. Um, was like 245-ish at uh, Michigan State, came down, came to Pittsburgh, was a little sluggish his first year, dropped down to like 225, and then everyone knows kind of where he went from there. He mm-hmm. I mean, really spiked his career. I don't know. I, I mean, the workload that Harris gets, I think the extra body armor would so- sure help.
0: That's but right. I
1: also think he wasn't quite as explosive as I expected last year, especially as the season went on. So I think you look at either way, but it's certainly people were comparing it to Jerome Bettis and my co-host and I were laughing like it's nothing like Jerome, you know, like they're not the same body type at all. You know, Jerome lost five pounds, Jerome lost, uh, gained 10 pounds. He's in the best shape of his life. Well, he would kill to be in the shape Najee Harris is in, (laughs) you know, and like they're not the same at all.
0: Yeah, that's probably taking a little too far, but uh, right. Yeah, I, I don't know if I looked at that report as a good thing for Najee Harris.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I, I'm not sure what to the, make of it, but boy, he he looks better now than I've ever seen him. Just you know, just physically.
0: We'll definitely get more Steeler talk in, and we appreciate your insight because they do have so many fantasy relevant and dynasty relevant players. So we'll keep uh, picking your brain on what's going over there, going on over there in Steelers world. Today and this week, though, Matt, we are continuing our team-by-team look uh, at, at uh, possible trade scenarios, players we want mm-hmm. to buy, sell, or even hold. And we're moving on to the AFC South this week. And today we're covering the Indianapolis Colts, uh, yet another team who has made a big move at the quarterback position. You can argue how big, but, of course, they uh, they trade for Matt Ryan uh, just, just several weeks ago b- before the NFL draft, uh, actually ended up signing Nick Foles as well. So they're totally overhauling that quarterback room. Uh, it, it probably needed it after last season. They took a shot of course on, on Carson Wentz, uh, moved on from him, trading him to Washington and really having, having no options there for a, a couple of weeks before they made the move for Matt Ryan. Uh, running back pos- uh, position and in, in the backfield looks about the same. Of course, Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines are back. They also add Philip Lindsey, just signed him last week, I believe. Uh, the wide receiver, I, I, I think that's where we need to spend most of our time talking today, Matt, yeah. because it, it does not look great. Michael Pittman had a very nice second season, sophomore season last year. Big expectations for him. We'll talk more about him. They draft. Alec Pierce on day two. Most people thought that was a little bit of a reach. Uh, that that could be uh, debated, I guess. And then they've they've got guys like Paris Campbell and Ashton Doolin who have never really made a consistent uh, impact on the game. Uh, T. Y. Hilton's still floating out there in free agency. I'm sure they could have him back if they want him. We'll see what happens with that. But but for now, that's it. Pittman and Pierce. And you really don't need to go much further than that. That's a little scary. Uh, They did add a tight end in the draft one I like a lot, actually. That's Jelani Woods. They add him to Kylan Granson, who they drafted last season. And Mo Cox, who uh, just just a fantasy favorite, one of those guys uh, that we always hope makes a big impact, hasn't done that yet. All three of those guys, I would say, have some upside, uh, but certainly not all three will. We'll we'll hit that or we'll pay off on that. So, Matt, when you think about this Colts team, it, it seems like they think of themselves as contenders and and the defense is solid. The offensive line, uh, although they had had some rough patches, especially with injuries last year, still very solid as well. I I just don't think of this team as as a really strong contender in the AFC.
1: I think I like them more than you do. They're starting to grow on me. You know, I mean, things like adding Ndokwe and uh, the fact that Barnard Raymond fell to them in the third round. I think he's going to start and be fine, you know, at left tackle. I mean, these aren't fantasy-relevant news so much, but I think it's a well-coached team, a strong organization, and I think Matt Ryan's in just such a better situation in terms of protection, and he's a professional, strong quarterback still, in my opinion. So... I mean can they compete with the Chargers Chiefs Bills Ravens Bengals maybe not but they're definitely going to be my pick I think in the south and I think that they're a quality team that might win 10 games or so
0: Yeah being your pick in the south is not right. real, not <laughs> right really Colorado, saying yeah. a lot yeah yeah Um so again today we will be focusing on a player to buy sell and hold from this roster uh, the new pieces that we'll we'll spend some time on Matt Ryan, uh, Alec Pierce, and Jelani Woods are kind of the key additions that are dynasty and fantasy relevant. We'll talk about that player we would be buying right after this.
1: All right, let me take a chance here. You know, a little time out of our to talk about RockAuto.com. Um, they've been a really good. Good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially, or it's a hobby, or whatever, you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, 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 for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how, do you, how Did You Hear About Us box? They know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Matt, let's talk about the Colts. One player we would be buying, you know, it's interesting because they've got Jonathan Taylor, who is is basically the consensus RB1 in Dynasty uh, top top three player overall. They've got Michael Pittman. I mentioned having a really nice uh, season last year, and some high expectations that he would uh, he will continue uh, that growth and that improvement. Uh, and, and then the moves that we talked about as far as Ryan and, and Alec Pierce, Jelani Woods. I had a hard time finding a player I really want to go out and and try to target in trade off this Colts roster.
1: Yeah, this is not an easy team. There's not a ton to pick from here. There's not a lot of depth. There's not a lot of guys that I'm super excited about at their current price. Um, But one guy that I like Alec Pierce, and you mentioned, you know, to start to show some people were shocked that he went as high as he did in the real draft. I'm on board that he was right where he should have gone. Okay, And I think there's a lot there to work with. Great athletic ability. I think there's times where he made Ritter look better than Ritter really was at the college level. Mm. And, I mean, I think there's some traits there to really like. And I end up with Pierce often in my rookie draft. So I think he's a buy at the current price if I keep getting him, you know?
0: That's actually who I settled on as well. Was Alec Pierce? Uh, certainly, you have to like the opportunity. Uh, again, we we already mentioned it, but behind Michael Pittman, uh, there there's just not much there uh, in no. the way of of pass catchers. And even though I like, uh, you know, I like Jelani Woods, we like the upside of those uh, those tight ends. Certainly, none of them are sure things. Um, no, so so Pierce. Uh, has a has a huge opportunity in front of him he is the wide receiver 59 currently over at dlf uh and 116 overall so uh pretty pretty good bargain where he's uh where he's going right now and of course you can grab him in in the second round if not third round of rookie drafts um do you do you look at paris campbell as a threat at this point to pierce um Or are are we Uh, just kind of done with him?
1: I want to be done with him because I've been in his corner forever. And in a way, he kind of reminds me like a Kadarius Tony. Like when he got touches, I loved the touches, but there's something missing and obviously injuries have derailed him. I still think Campbell's kind of a end of my dynasty roster stash because there's such an easy path for him to get playing time. And I don't know that he's a threat to Pierce because their style of play is just so different. Right. And, you know, I think Pierce will be a helpful in the run game as a blocker, which is going to be more important to this team than just about any out there. So I wouldn't say that, but Campbell's a guy that I can't quite quit.
0: Pierce was a pretty solid deep threat for Cincinnati in college. Do, Do you see him being more than that? Uh, is, can he be more of a well-rounded receiver?
1: I think in time, because I do think he comes out of his breaks well. He's not just a stiff, fast, you know, Martise Valdez, Valdez-Scantling type. I think that he can do more than that. But initially, I think he'll be the take-the-top-off, big downfield threat.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Matt, let's move over to our cells, a player where ready to get off of our roster from this team and, and, uh, as difficult as it was to find a buy, it was for me, just as, just as much of a challenge to find a player. Uh, I, I really didn't want. And ultimately I settled on Jonathan Taylor, which which sounds oh, yeah. crazy because I certainly do want him on my roster. Uh, but we've already talked about, he he's the, he's the RB one in dynasty. Top three player, if not that one hundred and one in new startup drafts and those one quarterback drafts, uh, but you know it, it's it's just really easy to move off of that type of player in dynasty because you know the value uh, is is not going to last very long at the running back position. So if you can pivot from Taylor to one of those next tier running backs and and certainly get something on top of that, usually a pretty nice second piece or third piece even then that that's a move I would be considering. So this is, this is nothing about the player and all about the value.
1: It's funny because the one thing I meant to mention in terms of the buy column is I have running back catches in the buy column. I think that Ryan will dump it down time and time again, kind of like Phillip rivers did in this time here, because it's smart. It's efficient. Taylor's a really good receiver as is Naheem Hines. So, I again, this is no knock at all on Taylor, but I almost put him in my cell category too just because what you can get for him. But I think he's worth that every penny. It's just kind of where your team is at. If I can get a bunch of future firsts, it's probably just a logical move to dump the one guy that is, you know, an injury away from going. He can. there's nowhere to go but down, is really what, what there is to
0: say right. about Taylor.
1: I picked Pittman as my sell. And I really like him too. I yeah, I, I nearly,
0: that, I nearly chose him yeah. also.
1: I just don't know that he's the explosive NFL number one receiver in the you know AJ Brown mold. And his, his stock just keeps going up, and it deserves to be. You can get a lot for Pittman right now, though.
0: That's exactly where I am. I, I like Pittman the player. Uh, yeah, and and I could certainly end up being way wrong on this, but to me, he just feels more like an NFL. Wide receiver two type uh, yes. s- certainly feels more like a like a fantasy wide receiver two not not a player that we're ever going to consistently see uh, top ten or, or even top fifteen numbers from. So so I'm I'm kind of with you and and of course the price is higher on Taylor than than Pittman but mm-hmm. uh, at, where they're going currently in in ADP Pittman is uh, wide receiver nineteen thirty nine overall I would not mind. Uh, moving moving both of those guys
1: the other thing too if we're looking dynasty big picture what if what if ryan doesn't last and all of a sudden this is you know a quarterback wasteland and the offense falls you know what i mean like we don't know that this is going to maintain to be a very good offense for the next two three years
0: Uh, well i mean is it even going has it even been a good offense right i mean obviously obviously taylor has been very successful and but we already have mentioned that, that wide receiver room. And uh, while, while we like the situation for Matt Ryan coming uh, out of Atlanta, he, he could just be done, right? He could just be mm-hmm. nearing right, the right, end. Right, that, right. That, is, that is a possibility. So I, I really don't consider this a good offense, which is crazy to say on a team that has, that has Jonathan Taylor. I've got some follow-ups on Taylor, on Hines, and on Pittman. We'll get to all of those right after this. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make Locked On NFL your second listen. The schedule may be dark, but the NFL never stops, and neither does Locked On NFL. Get insights and opinions from hosts including Ross Jackson, Chris Carter, and Tony Wiggins, plus local NFL hosts repping all 32 squads. There's no offseason for real fans, so make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NFL on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We are talking buys, sells, and holds for the Indianapolis Colts today. Uh, We both, Matt and I both, want to get rookie wide receiver Alec Pierce on our team. He's our buy. Our sell, Jonathan Taylor. uh, I mentioned Michael Pittman. Matt talked about. I want to go back to Taylor and and really that backfield in general, Matt, because you said uh, you're you're expecting a bigger impact in the – in the receiving game out of the backfield with Matt Ryan coming. Of course we saw that quote from uh, head coach Frank Reich last week. Uh he said if I was a fantasy owner, I'd consider drafting Naheem. Uh and, hmm. and of course Hines right. is, has always been uh, a player that we like, but again, the he he's that pass catcher. He's not going to uh he's not going to be a consistent threat. He's not that necessarily that guy. That you can stick in your lineup every week, but uh, certainly has some has some big plays from time to time. His his targets did drop last year with with Taylor taking on uh, a larger workload. So we'll see if that bounces back in twenty twenty two. But I'm with you. I like Hines as a target at yeah. his at his price. I would move off of Jonathan Taylor. Some recent trades involving him. Uh, Taylor for Kyler Murray in a super flex league, one for one trade. I want Kyler Murray there. I
1: want Taylor there. Okay. And I, I respect the the, the Kyler can be a monster. I just have some questions about Kyler in terms of holding up for seventeen games, coach and scheme he's in right now. But I understand it. I mean, three years from now, I might be crazy to say, uh, "Wow, I gave up
0: you know Kyler Murray for Jonathan Taylor." So if that was a done, you know. If that was another quarterback in that same value tier, you would you think you would probably go. Probably say yes. Okay. Yes. So if it's yes. Lamar yes. Jackson, if it's Joe Burrow, right. You're right. taking the quarterback.
1: Okay. Yeah, Kyler just worries me. Yeah, least, that's I, not the best
0: example. I get that for sure. Um and, and honestly, that's probably why that I mean, there's been some negative news on Kyler this offseason. That's probably why this trade uh was able to get done. I would mm-hmm. take the Kyler side yeah. there. Here's another one. Jonathan Taylor for A 2023 first-rounder, 2023 second-rounder, two 2024 first-rounders, plus Robert Woods. So you're getting three first-rounders, a second-rounder, and Robert Woods for Jonathan Taylor. Which side do you want there? I think I'll take the picks. I want the picks as well. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of goodness there, right? That's a good cash-out, in my opinion. Last one. I thought this one was actually a little light. Uh, Again, this is a Super Flex League. Uh, Jonathan Taylor for Saquon Barkley and Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't know if I'd pull the trigger there. I think I would want more no, for Taylor. That's a little light. Yeah. No,
1: I mean, I can envision Cousins not lasting as a starter all that much longer. You know what I mean? He could get in that Baker zone where the Minnesota drafts someone and nobody's quite ready to pick up his contract. And, yeah, I'll hold on to Taylor for
0: that. Yeah, me as well. Well, let's move back over and pick up the conversation on Michael Pittman. You said he was a player you would be selling. You you like the talent, just don't know if he has that upside that others are seeing. I I totally agree with you, but I actually had him as my hold. Uh, Some recent trades, uh, I may have to move him to the the sell category after looking at these trades, though. Michael Pittman for Antonio Gibson, and of course we've – We've talked a lot about Gibson on here and and really every every dynasty manager has. He's been a hot topic this offseason. Right now knowing what you know, do you want Pittman or Gibson?
1: Pittman. Gibson I, scares me.
0: I think I would want Pittman as well, but but that's a close one. I I see both sides.
1: What about this one?
0: Michael Pittman and the 1.05, that was in a single quarterback league for Jamar Chase. So we're talking I want the Chase side. Yeah, I'll, I'll slam dunk, Gladly. right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's an easy one. There was actually another Pittman uh, plus a piece for Jamar Chase. So there were two two similar trades, both targeting Jamar Chase, uh, and I would love to to get him at that price. Last yeah, one was be nice. yeah, last one was a fun one. Pittman and J.K. Dobbins for Brees Hall and Amari Cooper.
1: I think the Pittman side, that's pretty even. Yeah. I think Dobbins and Brees Hall are pretty similar, though. But, like...
0: Value-wise, or...?
1: In in terms of who I'd rather have. But I say that knowing that Brees Hall is the 1-1 in every non-superflex draft, at any draft. Mm -hmm. And if I offered you Dobbins for the 1-1, you'd laugh at me, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, I would prefer (laughs) Brees Hall um, to Dobbins, uh, just just comparing the running backs and... Mm -hmm. um,
1: I like Pittman more than Amari, though. I do
0: as well. I mean that—that's kind of how those type, those two for two trades typically break down. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the Brees Hall side of this one, but I think that's close as well. So,
1: yeah, I'm really, all
0: fan. yeah, all three of those trades being relatively close, mm-hmm. I, I guess, kind of go towards my idea of holding on to two Pittman. Um, if I can get a Chase type deal where I'm, I'm packaging something with Pittman to move up to a player like that certainly would want to do that. But I'm with you. I just don't know if he can reach the, the hype and the expectations, the the way he's being valued right now. I don't know if he gets there. We are almost certain that he gets at least one more season to be the top target in his offense uh, coming up this year. So that that's a plus for him. I, I just don't know if it's, I don't know if it matters enough.
1: Yeah, and I regret this trade a little, but this is a trade I made about a month before the draft. Is I was a little light on roster space. Roster space was tough, so I traded Marquise Brown, who was then a Raven, and Pittman for DK Metcalf and like a future third. It doesn't look quite as good now. You know, Russell Wilson was a, a Bronco then, but I mean, I think you could make a deal like that easily. If you're looking to get off Pittman,
0: yeah, yeah, certainly um, packaging up as we said, Pittman plus a piece to get up into that, um, uh, up into that higher to... tier. Right, you just have to decide how how high you can go. Probably not getting Chase or Jefferson. Have to aim right. A l- have to aim a little bit lower than that in most cases.
1: But you could get Waddle.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's probably plenty of people out there that would prefer Pittman to waddle even up. I'm not one of them, but,
1: um, yeah, I'd rather waddle. Yeah. I
0: think with the, with the changes made in Miami, you could, you could see that, uh, that scenario that will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at locked on dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.